Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about DGen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about DGen Gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen Shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full DGen. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday night, which can only mean we're talking college football. The official college football start is on us. What's going on, Sex Panther? You know, I don't care what the calendar says. September 20th, 21st, whatever. Tonight, this is like the official start of fall. I mean, the, the weather's cooling off. We've got, what, 10 football games going on right now. This is the best time of the year i'm super stoked and ready to go i am too zebra chubby zebra are you stoked too i love this time of year the only bad thing about september in the fall in the football season is when it's over it's winter <laughs> that's a bad thing that's a bad, bad other thing. than that this is the greatest time of year oh yeah love it love this stuff all right, man. You know, you guys sent me your picks, the games you want to look at, and we got a ton to get to. So let's just let's just get to it. No preamble. We don't have Max here. We don't have to let him talk for 10 minutes. So let's get to the why you're listening to the show. First up, Indiana is going to Iowa. It looks like we're looking at Hoosiers plus four, Buckeyes minus three and a half, Panther. Yeah, I find this game really interesting because Indiana got noticed last year. They really kind of put themselves on the map, particularly with quarterback Mike Pennis, uh Jr. But what's interesting is I've been tracking this game all week, and, and Chubby Zebra it went to IU. He's a diehard Hoosier fan. So we've been talking about this one, and it, the line is moving. And, and I, I'm on Indiana. I'm betting this game, but I'm not as confident because the line is moving against me. So I'll take that extra point, but it kind of has me a little nervous here. I'll put 20 bucks on those Hoosiers. Hmm. Zebra, are you nervous too? Well, I'm always nervous when it comes to an Indiana game. And <laughs> the fact of the matter is we've got a football program now. Um, Michael Penix Jr. is the real deal. Uh, we just got to keep him healthy. The offense is absolutely loaded. Uh, you got got Florida State transfer, Matthew, as a wide receiver. Stephen Carr, the USC transfer as a running back. Huge offensive line. Everyone goes from 310 to 360. This is going to be an exciting year for Indiana football. I am on the Hoosiers plus four and would think about money line in it plus 165, but I'll just take the points at this point in time. And if they do win the game, it's like it's like the cherry on top of the Sunday. Zebra, how much are you going to throw down on this, my man? Uh, one unit for me. A unit will be 20. Uh, so I will go one unit play on the Hoosiers plus the four. Okay. I, I think you guys are, you nailed it. It's a little worrisome. We're getting all this extra love all of a sudden. Uh, it is moving like Sex Panther said, but I love the Hoosiers here on the road. Plus four. I think they can take care of business. I'm going to throw my 10 bucks on Indiana. All right. Kiss of death right out of the gate. We'll see how that plays right. out. We'll see how that plays out. Next up. We are looking at what do we got here? North. Whoops. North Carolina at Virginia Tech, I believe, Sex Panther, was five and a half. I believe it's still five and a half. What do you got? Yeah, I'm looking at five and a half here as well. There, there's a lot of hoopla about this kid, Sam Howell, the quarterback for North Carolina. He's projected to be one of the top quarterbacks taken in next year's draft. But I, if you've ever watched 
a hokey game in Blattsburg. It is a sight. That that crowd is raucous. The place, I mean, it probably measures on the Richter scale um, playing in Blacksburg. But North Carolina has been building something. I, it started a couple years ago. They looked really good last year. They avoid Clemson this year. So if they're going to make a real run and the voters or whoever that, that ranks these guys like them as well, they believe North Carolina can make a stand this year. So if they're what everybody thinks they are, they should be able to cover five and a half. Uh, I'm not Chalk Panther without, you know, <laughs> eating a bunch of lines. So you're going to detect a trend with me. I'm going to keep eating these lines. I'll take the Tar Heels minus the five and a half. Oh, boy. Zebra, are you on this game? I am not. I am looking forward to it just for the simple fact that fans are back. And when Inter Sandman starts in Blacksburg, the stadium rocks. So just a simple Looking at the fact that the fans are back, this is a game that I like to watch, but I'm not going to play. All right, you're going to which way? Just give me a lean. Give me a give me a guess. I I would not. I would lean Virginia Tech in the points. I would. I, I can't go against the Hokies at home. All right, all right. It's Mac Brown, Panther. That, that always worries me a little bit. I remember how much success he didn't have in Texas. I'm going to lean that with you though. I'm going to lean North Carolina. I can't quite get there. I like the over here. The total is 63. Opened at 66. I think they over... This is going to be a theme in, in at least a couple of these bets. I think this is an oversteer. So give me the over 63 on this one. All right. You got a feel for the over, under, Panther? Care? You know, I don't know enough of it. You know, we're so used to Frank Beamer teams being like arguably one of the best, it's not even arguable, one of the best defensive teams in the country. And I honestly don't know anything about this Virginia Tech Hokie team defensively uh, or really even offensively. So to expect them to put up near 30 points, I think I'd lean the under, but I just don't have enough knowledge. Okay, okay. Zebra, do you care about that? I, I, no, totals aren't, I, totals and I don't get along the uh. first couple of weeks of college football season. Um, if anything, you know, we had four games last week. They all went under. Uh, things trending tonight are unders. I think some of these totals might be over-exaggerated, and you can see a, continue to see a lot of unders in week one of the season, but no play for me. All right. Next up, we're looking at Michigan State going to Northwestern. Panther, it's uh, Michigan State catching three, Northwestern minus three. Yeah, there's a couple factors here for this for me here. One – Michigan State is awful. They were they were absolutely awful. That said, they beat Northwestern, who was highly ranked last year when that happened. I think this is a revenge game for the Wildcats. Mm. They're at home. I think they're the better team. Uh, I, I really don't even know who the hell is the coach for Sparty. Do you know Zebra? It's Pat Fitzgerald. He's been there forever. Oh, for Sparty? For Sparty, yeah. Uh, Mel Tucker. I have no idea who that is. So I don't like how they played last year, and I don't think they're getting any recruits this year. So, I, again, like I said, theme, I'll give up that field goal, but I like the Wildcats. All right. Zebra, are you on this one? No, no, no play for me. I, I would lean Michigan State, believe it or not. Yes, they were terrible last year, but Northwestern lost a ton from last year's team that was in the Big Ten championship game. There's a reason this line's three at Northwestern. Um, I think it's trying to get people like the Panther to eat the chalk. And again, they don't, these sports books don't stay open by the public taking favorites. So (laughs) I lean Michigan state, but no play. 
All right. Well, I'm, I guess I'm taking your advice this play. I like the under here. I think this one's probably an under. It's 46, and I just don't see a very good uh, offense showing up here for this one. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the under. I can probably get on board with that because Northwestern, even when they had everybody last year, wasn't exactly a stellar offense. And Michigan State, you know, they weren't really all that explosive either. Northwestern, historically under Pat Fitzgerald, has had a really good defense. So I like that play. I just really haven't been looking at totals yet until we get more um, information. All right. Zebra, let's do it. Under, man, jump it with me. Nope. I got one <laughs> under play. I got one play on a total this year or this week, and that's not it. All right. Next up, we are looking at Central Michigan and Missouri. Uh, Missouri is minus 14 at home, Panther. Yeah, I don't think anybody paid attention to Missouri last year because they were under, you know, their, their little death penalty. They, they had nothing to play for last year. And up until the last couple games, um, they played really, really well all season. And when you look at who they played and who they lost to, they lost to Georgia, Florida, Alabama, A&M. I mean, we're talking four of the top ten teams in the country. They beat everybody else. Central Michigan falls into the category of everybody else. I think Missouri at home can get off to a good start this season, and they actually have something to play for. So I'll give up those 14 points and take the Tigers. Mm. Zebra? I would, I would lean that way as well. Not a game I looked at. Not a game that I'm willing to play. MAC teams seem to step up when they get the, when the opportunity to play SEC, Big Ten, uh, school, so that's that. That's kind of scares me a little bit. So not something that I want to. I want to play this week. All right, I do want to play it, but I, you know what? I'm on the opposite side. I liked it. At, I mean, I loved it when it was 14 and a half. Now that it's 14, I'm a little worried, but I'm not that worried. I'm going to take uh, Central Michigan plus the 14, 10 bucks there, and I like the under here. 61 is the total. I think it's another underplay, so I'm going to put 10 bucks on the under. Uh, I, I don't know what Central Michigan brings to the table. Missouri can score, and, and they showed that last year uh, against the nobodies, maybe not so much against the somebodies, but against the nobodies, they could get into the, the 30s. So I, for me, it's going to be all depend on what Central Michigan brings to the table. Uh, I'll lean the under here, but it, yeah, that's a no play. Gotcha, gotcha. No play here either, but I would I would lean under. Okay. If I, had, if I was forced to make a play, I'd go under, but <laughs> didn't look at it close enough to want to play it. I got you. All right. Next up, we're looking at Louisiana Lafayette going to Texas. Longhorns are minus eight, but you can catch uh, Louisiana Lafayette plus eight and a half, maybe even nine, depending on your book. I'm probably going to regret this play. Uh, The the Raging Cajuns had a hell of a year last year. They're returning a good portion of that team. Uh, Texas starts all over. They got the new era with uh, Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, there's no Sam Ellinger there anymore. They just announced who their starting quarterback was next week. Um, but I, I just can't get away from the difference in talent that uh, Louisiana should have and what the Texas Longhorns should be able to bring in. I think the talent alone should be able to cover the eight points. So I'm going to jump on the Longhorns here, but I'm, I don't have confidence in it. I, I, I admit. All right. Zebra. And you shouldn't. <laughs> um, there's a reason that Louisiana's ranked this year. They return, I believe, 20 starters from a Ooh. team that was very good that last year. I do like the Steve Scarkeesian hire. I think it's going to hurt Alabama's offense, uh, as well as the loss of players on Alabama. Uh, 
Texas is going to make a comeback, but they're not going to come back this week. Um, didn't have it written down originally, but I'll take the, the 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 eight and a half or nine points, and I'll 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 put a unit on on Louisiana. Gotcha. Twenty bucks down on Louisiana. Plus, I don't have a sports book at the nine, so you're going to have to go eight and a half. Sorry about that. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I'm going to lean Texas here. Just, just just, a slight, slight lean. I think, Panther, you're right. The, the, they're talented, but, you know, I'm not going to bet it. I don't like it. But the total in this one is 58. And if Panthers taught me anything ever, it's a, it's Big 12. You go over. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the over, 58. That's nah, a Big 12. They don't play defense anywhere except maybe TCU and the Longhorns are not TCU. So, I, I've again, no total bet for me, but I definitely would lean the over here. I would agree with you. I'm not going to play it, but if I was going to play it, over would be would be the avenue I would go. All right. So next up, we are looking at UTSA going to Illinois. Uh, you can catch Illinois minus four and a half, but if you need, I can get you UTSA plus the five and a half. Wow, that really has me perplexed because here's an Illinois team that last week just took on Nebraska and beat them by eight. They're at home. Brett Bielema's got this team looking good. Uh, Texas San Antonio has never been a team that has really gotten my attention. So the four and a half, I'm I'm skeptical here. I feel like Vegas knows something. I probably shouldn't even be betting this, but I'm trusting in Brett Bielema here. So first week of the season, I know I'm going to take some losses. It's going to be a learning curve. But if I lose this one, there's, I guess got to pay attention to these lines, but I think Illinois can take care of business. I'll put 20 bucks on the Illini. Gotcha. Zebra, where are we going with this one? I'm just going to stay, you know, I'm not going to touch this game this week. I've got Illinois over three and a half for season totals. It started out great last week. This looks like the classic letdown spot, but four and a half, boy, that seems awfully low. I would think if this was some sort of trap, they'd put seven and a half on it and Illinois wins by a touchdown, but I can't touch this game with that line. It just, it, it's too confusing to me. Sex Panther's got a sixth sense. He can he can find a trap. He can find a trap oh, in a I'll, field of games. Well, he might have just walked into it. <laughs> yeah, so, you, remember, you remember how we all grew up thinking that the uh, quicksand was going to be like a major problem in life? That's, I, th- I think they were referring to casinos. Like, I, I find this quicksand and then I jump right in it. <laughs> I'm leaning Illinois here. I don't like this line I, at all. So I, just a lean for me. I'm going to lean the under just uh, slightly. The under is, um, shoot, let's see, 50. I'm going to lean the under just barely. All right. Hard. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying that. It's just hard to say because last yeah. week it was Nebraska and, and I, I would tend to agree with you, but I, there's no way I'd bet that. All right. We can move on since nobody wants to touch that one. We are looking at, let's see here, Penn State at Wisconsin. Looks like Wisconsin minus five and a half. I don't know if you're on this one, Sex Panther. I wasn't on this one. I gave this one a hard look. It's one of the premier games of the weekend, two ranked teams. Um, You know, Wisconsin's breaking in new quarterback. Uh, the offensive line's always big. They're always huge. They play good defense. Penn State really has been an anomaly the last couple of years. They've not shown up against the bigger opponents, the ranked opponents. I, I want to take Wisconsin, but I'm telling you, previously, so many seasons, they have dropped the ball coming right out of the gate. Mm. I just I can't get to a side on this one. I probably lean Penn State because of the points, but I think Wisconsin probably does win this game. Zebra, how are we betting this game? Uh, we are taking Penn State in the points. 
four returning offensive linemen led by one of the best left tackles in the Big Ten, Rashid Walker. Sean Clifford played a lot last year. He needs to reduce his turnovers this year to kind of become an upper echelon Big Ten quarterback. The running game, uh, they're going to try to find a running back with that offensive line and fourth-year wide receiver Dotson at Penn State. Um, I like Penn State plus the points. Not ready to money line them yet, but I would not be surprised <laughs> if Penn State walks out of there with a W. But give me Penn State plus five and a half for one unit. 20 bucks on it. Man, I'm going to lean Penn State here. I just couldn't quite, couldn't quite get there. I like, I like a, you know, I like a nice clean, yes, you should bet it. I wasn't getting that. It was close though. So I'm going to lean Penn State in this one. I had no opinion on the total here. <laughs> at all all right big game next up we are looking at georgia and clemson if i can find it there it is oh looks like clemson minus three at home panther so uh, technically not at home this is a neutral site oh, neutral game. site oh, okay but um yeah this i mean the game of the week this is what i love about college football like you just don't get this shit in the nfl um this is a huge game for both teams, because if you look at their schedules, they really don't play anybody. Georgia plays Florida later on. Clemson doesn't play anybody. North Carolina is not even on their schedule. So this is a huge game for both teams. But look, I remember what DJ Ugalele did against Notre Dame last year. And that's the starting quarterback that comes in to take over Trevor Lawrence. I love this kid. I absolutely love this kid. I think he'll be in the Heisman conversation. Um, and I, and I love Dabo Sweeney. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The guy flat out can coach. Uh, Georgia, I, I just haven't paid that much attention to him. I don't know what they're returning. Um, but, you know, Kirby does a great job down there. It's just going to be a great game. But I think Clemson gets it done. I'm going to, you know, lay the three points and bet the Tigers. Oh, man. Zebra? There's a good chance that the winner of this game winds up in their conference championship undefeated and the loser winds up with just one loss. So a loss by either one of these teams probably does not eliminate them from the national title uh, contention, which is both of their objectives. Dabo Sweeney generally shows up in big games. Um, Kirby Smart kind of gets conservative in big games. I think JT Daniels is going to have a big year, but this is the kind of game where he's going to kind of lean back to his traditional let's play defense and run that's not going to work against clemson that defense is nasty uh new quarterback dj i'm not going to try to pronounce the last name <laughs> um is the real deal uh he has had playing time so it's not like this is his first time out there and with with nerves i'm going to take clemson if you shop around you can actually find two and a half which i would recommend but i will lay the three for a unit all right yeah, if, yeah. If you can find two and a half, do it. If you can find better than what we've got, I'm leaning Clemson in this one. I couldn't quite get there. What I like is the total here. It's it's fifty even. I really think we're looking at an overplay here. So I'm going to put ten bucks on the over. Yeah, I absolutely love the over. I I think I think even on the low side, you're looking at like a thirty-one to twenty-eight game. These both these teams can score, and both of them have great defenses. But I think there's going to be some scoring here, so I definitely like the over. All right, zebra. Have fun, boys. I'm staying away from the total. Oh, zebra. We got to get you on these over someday. All right. He's not buying. He's not biting at all. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. He'll get there. Just week one's really hard. Oh, it is for sure. All right, next up, we're looking at Alabama going to Miami, it looks like. Uh, Alabama on the road, minus 19 and a half. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't two days ago, wasn't this a 14-point line? Uh, opened, let's see. Opened at 18. Oh, boy. Yeah, something like that. It's moved around. It's, it's, it's moved around, but I, I, look, here's the thing. I don't think there's any question that Alabama wins this game. But they don't rebuild. They just reload. And they've got another top-tier quarterback coming in. The, the defense is always uh, great. And you, you just can't bet against Nick Saban. Uh, the, the only thing we got with the Hurricanes is that stupid chain they trout around on the sidelines after a turnover. <laughs> and De'Ara King, who just – look, I, I love the kid. He's flashy. He's fast. He's good. But I feel like he's really out there all by himself. He doesn't have a lot of help. I like Alabama. I just don't know if I can get there on the damn near three touchdowns. So I'll lean the tide, but I can't do it. All right. Zebra, where are you at? I'm with you with leaning Alabama. This game, I, I could see getting out of hand. You know, I could see a 45 to 17 final, but I'm, I'm not going to go there. Bama's defense is really good. It is year in, year out. Uh, I know they get points given up in the SEC games, but that's because their offense the last few years has been spectacular and teams have had to try to outscore them. But I think Bama's going to really lean on their defense this year. They lost a ton of offensive talent as well as offensive coordinator uh, Steve Sarkeesian, which is, I think, what really got that offense a click and along with the talent that he had. Uh, I think Alabama's going to try to find their identity offensively. It's not going to come as early as this week. Uh, De'Eric King is coming off a torn ACL in the bowl game. Uh, might be a little, uh, you know, kind of dancing around on that a little bit, along with the Alabama defense. I, I just don't see Miami scoring a lot. I don't see Alabama throwing up in, into the 40s. This is the one total I'm taking, and I'm going under 61 and a half for, for one unit. Mm, I don't like that. I don't like the underplay. I see what you're seeing. I don't like it. It opened at... It opened at 62, exploded to 65, and then it's been bet down from 65 all the way to 61. I don't like that. I think that's an overcorrection. I'm going to bet the over. Going against you. One of us is a winner and one of us isn't. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm away from that game, but I, I think an over is very possible because even if you get you know, that defense for Alabama keeping Miami in check, I still think Miami gets to – 17 or 20 points i think the crimson tide can get into the 40s so i i'm liking the over here as well it's razor thin i'll admit it but man yeah it's too i think it's just an oversteer it's an overcorrection to whatever's happening guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right djens proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. 
The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. All right. Next up, we're looking at Fresno State and Oregon. Uh, Fresno State plus 20 and a half. Oregon minus 20 and a half. I'm gonna let, you know, we've gone through mine. I'm going to let Chubby Zebra take the lead here because I think we're t- touching okay. on his and I'll kind of follow him. Uh, the 20 and a half, of course, you'd love to have 21, which is the, you know, three touchdowns and three PATs. Um, but I will take the 20 and a half in Fresno. Uh, they've got a game under their belt already. Uh, quarterback went for 331 and three touchdowns last week. So Fresno can score. Oregon, yeah, superior athletes, um, you know, great, good talent up there, great uniforms. But week two, Oregon plays Ohio State. I think they're going to be very vanilla. They're not going to show anything offensively. They're not going to show anything defensively. They want to get out of this game healthy. Uh, this is Fresno Super Bowl. I will take <laughs> Fresno plus 20 and a half for one unit. Hey, you were getting 20, 21 just a little while ago. Man, it's, it's flattened out. So I, Vegas agrees, as Sex Panther likes to say. Hey, Vegas agrees, and if you're on the right side of it, that's a good thing. I, I Listen, I completely agree with everything Zebra said. Um, it, it is – uh, a warm-up game, a tune-up game for Oregon heading into the Ohio State game on September 11th. So their first quarter business is to not get injured and, if at all possible, not show anything flashy or special. So, yeah, I'm I, not going to do it, but you get my moral support. I'll lean Fresno State with three touchdowns. Hey, I'll lean that way, too. I, I couldn't quite get there, but I, it looks like a solid play. So I'll lean that way. But as you're talking, you're getting me more and more excited because I got the under 64 10 bucks right there. I like that because Oregon actually, even in the Pac-12, has one of the better defenses. So I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't even get into the 30s. Like this ends up being like a 28 to 17 kind of game or something. Mm. What do you think, Zebra? No play on the total. I would love a 28-17 game because um, the difference there is 11 and that means I win. <laughs> All right. So we're looking at next uh, Louisiana Tech at Mississippi State. Uh, the best I can give you is minus 23 or plus 23. Zebra? I'll jump on yep. this one. I'll take yep. Louisiana Tech plus the points. Uh, 18 starters returned for this team, 10 on defense, 5 on offense, all three special teams uh, players. Uh, I do like Skip Holtz as a coach. Um, you know, obviously everyone loved Lou, his dad, and Skip, I think, can get things done. This this team performed okay last year, but the experience with that amount of team coming back, um, a lot of a lot of defections at Mississippi State. There's a lot of people that don't buy into Mike Leach. I think he's hilarious, but then again, I don't have to play for him. Uh, so I think Mississippi State's going to be looking for looking to find their groove. Uh, Louisiana Tech, these kids have been together for a year. Uh, I'll take Louisiana Tech and the three touchdowns for a unit. Nice. Panther, you on this yeah. one? Uh, no, I'm not on this one. I, I did look at it really hard in, in typical fashion. I'm looking at the winner, which is going to be Mississippi State. But, you know, Mike Leach is an offensive genius, but he never – It just I don't even know if anybody even knows if he brings a defensive coordinator to the table, <laughs> which is kind of a downfall, particularly in the SEC – uh, Skip Holtz has been around a long time. This, this guy's been around 
I what, man, 30 years. He's getting me even work under his dad uh, for a little bit at Notre Dame. So, um, yeah, he brings, you know, some veteran leadership, uh, some experience. I don't trust Mississippi State. I think they win, but I'll lean Tech with those points. Yeah, I'm leaning Tech here too. I couldn't quite get there, but I think you're, I think Zebra, you're on the right side of this for sure. Especially looking at how that's trending down from 24 to 23. There you go. All right. Next up, we're looking at Florida and Florida Atlantic. Looks like Gators minus 23 and a half. I'll see if I can get you a better line. Who's on this one? I'm on this one. I'm taking Florida Atlantic plus three touchdowns again. Um, Obviously, there's a a theme here with my week one place. Not a big Willie Taggart fan, head coach of Florida Atlantic. Uh, I do like their quarterback, um, Nikasi Perry. I think that's how you pronounce his name, a Miami transfer. I think Florida Atlantic keeps this game close in the first half. Uh, First half plus the points probably be a really good play. And in the end, Florida will – will win the game and probably pull away, but not to the three touchdowns. Florida only returns 14% of their rush offense and only 5% of their pass offense from last year. So they're in a rebuild mode. Obviously, they're in the SEC. They get a lot of talent. So they've got people down there to fill the shoes of Kyle Trask and his friends. But not this week. They're going to struggle a little bit on offense. Florida Atlantic, you know, this is their opportunity to play the big boy in the state. Give me three touchdowns, potential backdoor cover, but I'll take the 23 points in Florida Atlantic for a unit. I think that's probably the smart play. I just I, I don't know anything about Florida Atlantic, and everything I know about the Gators is what they don't have. They don't have Kyle Trask. They don't have Kyle Pitts. And if you remember two years ago, their defense was absolutely trash. The defense cost them a lot of victories, and I think their defense last year, even though it was improved, was still not very good, and you didn't pay attention because of how good Kyle Trask was. Um, so I, this is a no play for me. I need to see what the Gators bring to the table, but I think uh, the Zebra's on the right side. I, I, I would lean the points coming out of the gate. Definitely leaning the points here. I just couldn't couldn't quite get there again, uh, but leaning that way. First half, uh, Florida Atlantic plus 14. What do you think, yeah, Zebra? I think that's a solid play. Uh, but I'm just going to take the game okay. for a unit. But but I do I do lean first half Florida Atlantic. I think this game could be, you know, could could be tied three point game at the half. Plus six plus uh, oh no plus six thirty nine first half Florida Atlantic. Just saying, you know, money line that could be a flyer. I mean, if, if you if you want to, I'm not going to do it. But yeah. that would be something to definitely keep an eye on. If you're getting six to one for Florida Atlantic to win the first half could happen but mm. no I'll, I'll i'll stay off it right now too early for those kind of you know uh circus bets <laughs> it's never too early is it mm. oh okay <laughs> moving on we're looking at oregon state at purdue uh looks like oregon state's catching seven even or purdue's giving up seven man. that wasn't one of my game. i again another one of those games that i looked at really hard um I hate the Beavers, and I don't know if Purdue is good or not. <laughs> uh, but I, I think I like the home team plus the touchdown, but just not enough to bet it. I think this was something that Zebra was probably on, though. Yeah, this this Purdue's got some real good talent on each side of the ball. David Bell is a wide receiver, and George Karloftis is the <laughs> linebacker. I mean, very good players, potential all Big Ten players. Um, 
but they don't have a whole lot of depth. Um, Oregon State brings back 18 starters. Um, they were two and five last year, but all five losses uh, were within two score games. Hmm. Purdue's not a team that's going to blow you out. They're one and eight as a home favorite under Jeff Brom. That's enough. That plus the fact that I'm an IU grad uh, tells me I'll take Oregon State plus the touchdown for a unit. I love it. I love that play. I love that play. I have Oregon State almost winning the game outright. So I'm, I'm jumping on this with you. Give me 10 bucks on Oregon State plus seven. I think that's a that's a great play. All right, looks up. Looks like next up we're going Nevada at California. This must be another. This must be another uh, zebra play here. Oh, I'm uh, Yeah, this is you, three um, and a half. This is strength versus strength. And Cal's defense last year allowed on uh, less than 200 yards per game through the air. But Nevada has, in my opinion, what might be one of the best quarterbacks on the West Coast. Remember the name Carson Strong. Uh, last year went for 2,800 yards and 27 touchdowns. Uh, this guy's going to get some Heisman talk. You're never going to see a guy from that conference win the Heisman, but he's going to put up monster numbers. So we got strength versus strength. Uh, three and a half. Nevada has been pushed out of Reno this week with I think of some wildfires. So they've kind of there's a little uncertainty as to what's going on. But I'm still on the Wolfpack plus the three and a half. Uh, I got them winning the game, but I'll take the points. So Nevada plus three and a half for a unit. All right, Panther, you on this one? I'm not on it, but I'd have to lean Nevada just because I think Cal's been terrible for so long. I don't see him right in the ship this year. It's kind of funny. Zebra says all their five losses were within two scores. Well, shit, that, that's double digits. I mean, <laughs> that's Oregon uh, State. Oh, I was Oregon State. Yeah. I thought they said Cal was. Eh, Cal's not good either. So, um, yeah, I'll lean Nevada, but I, I really didn't look that hard at this one. Mm, okay. I, I'm going to lean that way, too. I, I don't have a real strong opinion on this game. I did like the under, but not quite enough to bet it. 52 seems, 52 and a half seems a little high. All right. So moving on. Is that it? Zebra, did we hit all your plays? Now we've got one more, but this oh, is Panthers. That's play. the grand finale. Start start the theme song. Oh, I got a couple. Strike I got a couple. Band. I got a couple before we get to the grand yeah. finale. We're looking at Fordham going to Nebraska. Uh, Fordham <laughs> is plus 42 and a half. Nebraska is terrible. Terrible. <laughs> I'm taking Fordham. Plus 42 and a half. Ten bucks, man. I probably should. I, I agree with you. This is Scott Frost swan song. Uh, I mean, he's probably already packed, cleaning, cleaning out the file cabinet, you know, just sending out resumes, uh, filing for unemployment here. So I, I think the question now becomes, does Scott Frost make it through the year? Uh, they're going to win this game, but I agree with you. I don't think there's any chance they cover, uh, what, six touchdowns? Yeah, I'll, I'll lean for them with you. Okay. I, I can't do it. This is the type of game that, you know, Nebraska fan will love. They'll get all excited to strike up the band numerous times. I could see this one winding up 59 to three, not touching it. Good luck to you guys. It's always fun to watch Nebraska lose. So um, I, I hope you guys win. I think maybe this is the game they should wear those stupid ass farmer uniform things they came out those with. Those things are atrocious, man. Just atrocious. <laughs> well, at least they'll win in them. <laughs> Okay, next up, I'm looking at West Virginia going to Maryland. 
I don't care about the spread. I like the I like the total here. Fifty seven is your number, and I say it's coming under that. Uh, under the fifty seven, ten bucks. Yeah, I don't know anything about these two teams. West Virginia's defense was markedly better last year. We've never really known West Virginia to be, you know, a defensive school. But um, yeah, with Maryland's kind of inept offense and West Virginia kind of revamping how they play, uh, I'll I'll lean the under. But it wasn't really a game I looked at. Okay, Zebra, you on this one? I'll I'll sit here and root for you. I'll root for a West Virginia win because I have Maryland season total under. Um, but now that's not really a game I looked at in terms of a total. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you have that one. All right. Moving on. I got a couple more plays still. Texas tech at Houston 65 is your total. I'm going over, man. This is going way over. It's a two and a half spread with a 65 total. You know, there's going to be fireworks Panther. Oh, and these are the two kind of teams that can actually do it. Neither one of them play a lick of defense. Uh, you, you might get close to that total bit at halftime. I mean, they'll both be, they'll both be in the twenties. So yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I can't pick a winner here, but yeah, this is it's scrimmage. It's almost like there's nobody on the other side. Um, a heavy lean with you on the over. All right, zebra. I'm uh, laying it out. Come on, let's well. do it. No, no, oh. one total play for me this week. Um, I do. I would lean with you. I like your logic on the fact that it's a big total with a small spread that tells me it's going to be a shootout. Um, I, I'll lean over with you, but I'm not going to play it. Okay. Okay. Looking next up, we've got Baylor, Texas State. Uh, the number here is only 53. That's 53 and a half now. Doesn't scare me off. This one's going over as well. 10 bucks right there. I'd be a little bit more gun shy on this one. Texas State has not been good for a long time, and you're going to need them to probably score two or three touch, probably three touchdowns to get to that one. I really don't know anything about Baylor at all, so uh, I'll give you some moral support, but I think you're on the wrong side. It's only a 14 point spread, 14 and a half point spread. So Vegas is telling me they expect Texas Tech to score or uh, uh, Texas State. I'm thinking more along the lines like 28 to 14 is where I'm at. Okay. Zebra? So they're thinking 35-21, something like that as a total. So they're telling you Texas Texas State should score some points. Mm -hmm. Um, Baylor's going to be bigger, stronger, faster. I'll lean me over, but, again, it's it's a no-play week one total for me. Ah. I'm not baiting you at all. Another one, another one real quick. Uh, LSU, UCLA, 65 is your number. This one's going over two. It's another one where it's a two-point spread, two-and-a-half-point spread. Ten bucks. Uh, you know, okay, so everybody might be drinking the Kool-Aid over UCLA's demolition of Hawaii last week. I'm not. I'm not even sure Chip Kelly lasts at UCLA. It's, it's not been a successful uh, swan song so far. And LSU... I mean, they weren't very good last year, but they started to show signs of life towards the end of the season. Um, if they can start to be able to just do anything close to what they were doing with Joe Burrow, they'll put up some points. I mean, they don't even have to do what they did with Joe Burrow. It's like two-thirds of it. We just get like into the 30s. Um, I, I, I got to see something here. I, I can't jump on it without knowing anything. I'll lean the under, but I'm hoping you're right because I like offensive football. <laughs> Zebra. 
No, no feel on this. I really didn't look at LSU that hard. I don't, I don't know what they have this year. So this would just be kind of a game that, that I'd like to pay a little bit of attention to, see what they come out, and then uh, you know, get a read on them for some future plays on LSU totals because they are fun to watch. All right. I'm, I had one more, but I'm skipping it because I re-ran the numbers and didn't like it, so we're out. So we're looking at the, the big finale. If you've listened to the college football show for any, any ever, you know how we end the show. Here we go. Notre Dame at Florida State. Notre Dame is minus seven, Panther. Oh, we got rid of that hook. <laughs> that makes me feel so much better. Yeah, it's seven but now. Even though, yeah, I know. Except that means Vegas disagrees with me. <laughs> Look. Florida State last year was pretty damn terrible. They did show a little bit of signs of life towards the end of the season. Uh, And I don't really think the Bobby Bowden factor plays anything into this game. Maybe they come out kind of spirited for the first few minutes, but I really don't even think some of these kids even know who Bobby Bowden is. Um, You know, we got got the transfer, Jack Cohen for the Irish, Kyrie Williams, you're going to hear his name a lot. This dude's the real deal at running back. Um, and, you know, Hamilton uh, on the defensive side. Notre Dame's going to be really good on the defensive side. It's the offense. We kind of have a lot of question marks. So uh, I definitely love Notre Dame here. I think they can take care of business. Um, but I'm sure we'll, you'll be talking about the total, and I don't even know what it is. But uh, I'm dropping my 20 bucks on the Fighting Irish to cover. 55 is your number. You know, I really think it's going to be an underplay. It is an underplay. I'm betting under. Yeah, Yeah. I like the under. Zebra? Daggummit, Panther. Um, Wanted that hook, didn't you? I wanted the hook. (laughs) Florida State was garbage last year. They're expected to be hot mess this year with a season win total of five and a half. Don't know who the quarterback is yet. Um, is it UCF transfer McKenzie Milton, who put up huge numbers before a gruesome knee injury, or is it Jordan uh, Travers? I don't know if they've named one yet. Uh, Jack Cohen, you know, beat out by Graham Mertz at Wisconsin, so he really can't be that good. Notre Dame season total eight and a half. Vegas is telling you they're not that good. The world loves to bet Notre Dame in this game seven points. Something doesn't seem right. And just because that, and just because it's Notre Dame, I will take Florida State plus the seven for mm. a unit. You're a hater. You're starting to shit already. He's a hater. He's a Notre <laughs> Dame hater. We're going we're gonna to deal with 14 weeks of this shit. I like it. I like his logic. It, it's, it's looking good. Uh, I do have Florida Notre Dame winning and covering the seven, not by a lot, but enough to do it. So I'll follow you, Sex Panther. I'll put ten bucks on Notre Dame and the under, the under fifty-five. That's the play more than the spread. I I just can't envision a way that these two offensive teams can 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 muster fifty-five points. No, I don't. I don't either. I actually would be surprised. No, I think the ceiling for Notre Dame in this game might be thirty. So even if you get what thirty to twenty-one, you still can't get there. So uh, I agree with you. I, I love the underplay. All right, man. That's it. That's all we've got for college football. Rapid fire. That's a. That was a lot of picks for forty minutes. But uh, that's pretty much it. Zebra. Any final thoughts? Any any words of wisdom for week one? Um, week one, week two. When you have some of these you know, directional schools playing the big boys. 
One thing that uh, friends and I always like to look for are those huge spreads with totals that are just a couple points higher. So if you can find one of those where you can grab a team plus 50 and a half and go over 55, uh, you know, you're looking at probably a split at worst and you've got an opportunity for a double up. So if you've got, you can find some of those where, you know, you're needing that, that, that no name school to get six points and it guarantees you a split jump with the jump on the points, jump on the over and hope for a double up. Oh yeah. I love that. We, we call that the uh, change in the couch cushion. You just got to find a few pennies in the couch cushions. That's about what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, this this was uh, this was good. Forty minutes of solid, no chit chat, all uh, betting. I really enjoy having Chubby Zebra, like I said on the Total Show last week. A good friend of mine, been around for over fifteen years. So I'm looking forward to this season. A lot of disagreement, but listen, I, I even admitted I, I'm not confident in some of my plays. I got to feel things out for a couple weeks and see where these teams really are. I would really strongly suggest that probably follow Arch and Zebra on the uh, grab those points, man. You get five or more touchdowns, just grab that. You're, gonna, you're probably going to win 66% of them. <laughs> Go follow me right now. But uh, you guys know we're hanging out on the app. We're on the website. We're on Facebook, and we're on Twitter. But uh, shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. But most importantly, let us know what you guys did last week and what you're going to do this week, the first full week of college football. And when it's all said, done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.